Hey, what's up, guys? It's Joseph Crush here from the Wrestling Journal Podcast, and today I want to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. This is episode 116 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast, brought to you by WrestleBuzz. What's going on, everybody? It's Joseph Fresh here with NJ3 at the professional, uh, maybe not so professional today. I don't know. We'll leave that for the uh, the unknown here, but uh, what's going on, buddy? What's going on, gentlemen? I'm sorry for my tardiness. You can let everyone know. I went That's to dinner, really forgot really that we were doing this podcast <laughs> at eight o'clock, and I thought we were doing it at 830, even though I would have been late either way. So yeah, that's right. my apologies, everybody. You've done enough for the podcast where you you get a little break here and there, so don't worry about it. Uh, Nikki Noodles, looking a little tired. What's going on? You all right? Everything good? I'm good, man. I'm ready. Prime time playing. Always. And, uh, of <laughs> course, the Iron Man of the Wrestling Journal podcast, Bad News, Tom Canale. What's up? What's up, everyone? How's it going? It's going good. It's going real good. Um, Not, nothing more secure than than the Tom, Tom Canale showing up to do his job weekly. There's going to be one week where it's just him. It might just be just him. Flying solo. Me and Nick are going to be off because we take off frequently. Jersey's going to be a little late after dinner. Tom's going to be sitting there waiting. He's just going to hit fucking record and just bash all of us. That's what I would never leave Tommy hanging by himself, ever. <laughs> Uh, if you want to follow us on social media at Russell Buzz with three Z's on Twitter, at Russell Buzz on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok, uh, download us anywhere you can download podcasts, Apple and Spotify. Uh, leave us a five star rating and review; it's much appreciated. And if you want to, here's a little tidbit: send me a review, screenshot a review, send it to me on uh, social media, and if I uh, decide to pick yours, you get a prize of some sort. A little thing I'm just going to start doing every week. So uh, <laughs> even if you left the review three years ago, when we first started, two years ago, when we first started, whatever it was, uh, send it my way. And if you did it, I'll send you a prize. All right. Andrew three. Uh, long week for you. Oh, yeah. It's hot out. It's oh, my hot God, out, man. It's really True. hot. You're getting by. You're, you're taking late dinners now. I mean, you, you got to probably wake up nice and early for work tomorrow. Oh, yeah. What are you going to drink to uh, to get you through that? Well, listen, let me tell you something, Joey. I actually set up a tent today, right? Wow. <laughs> because the weekend is so crazy that I got to set up tents on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Ooh. and then take them all down. So what I do to get me through my days so I don't sweat through my shirt is I drink Nerve Focus. It is that energy thing drink that keeps me strong, <laughs> mind, body, and soul strong. Let me drop that in there. First time I ever said that, soul strong. <laughs> it has all the nutrients and vitamins that you need to get through your day 
everything that kind of keeps you going strong. If Nick drank more of it, he wouldn't cramp so much in his legs. It's the craziest concept. I tell him all the time. So listen, everybody, don't do what Nick does. Do what we do. Go to our link tree in our social media bio. Um, use that link. Order Nerd Focus. You want sugar? No problem. We got the sugar. We got the sugar flavor. You want sugar free? You, you know, two seconds on the lips, forever on the hips. Don't worry about it. Sugar free. Okay. If you order two or more, it is free shipping. Use the code always ND20 at checkout, getting 20% or more. So if you order two, free shipping. If you don't order two, no problem. Still use the code ND20 at checkout and get 20% off your entire order. Inflation, we got you covered. All right. Drink nerd with us, baby. Absolutely. Hell of a drink. Uh, also, paper champion. Fancy wrestling oh, done the, wrong. The paper champion. <laughs> the paper champion.com. Uh MJ3 is taking a, a sick plunge here. I don't, you know what? It's kind of embarrassing, actually. I um, want to cut a promo on Eric James, but I'm not gonna do it right now. I'm not gonna do two, it. Two straight donuts is tough, man. Well <laughs> while you're taking a plumber, you're still a champion. You're, you're the uh paper United States champion, which is great. Um what, am I the paper U.S. champion from back in the day or current? Because the current champions are average. Back in the day actually meant something. Yeah, you're like I think you're like Matt Hardy version one. Oh, God, do I have the do I have the hip the issue with the hip? So I walk like I'm yes, like waddling. You, you, oh, yeah. your bowlegged. Your bowlegged. Oh, might might as well just drop the rest of the squad and just chalk it up <laughs> the next year. Delete, delete, delete. Uh, Tommy is currently in the. Universal Championship Division. You're only you're about buck thirty behind the top, but uh, you're close. And then your boy, the Russell Buzzards, Joseph Crush, the number one contender for the Paper World Champion. I'm only my math is off here. About fifty points back, forty five. <clears throat> um, a lot of fun. Uh, we're getting SummerSlam's coming up. It's a big pay per view for Paper Champion. Uh, in the Big Four pay-per-views and we do the score sheets you can lose points yeah so jj3 you got to be real careful here, yeah but you know what my score cards are great that's the great part yeah so this that's it why they help you out here. scoring is horrendous you gotta you gotta fix I, the squad you gotta fix this why squad. did cody get hurt where's kenny omega <laughs> what happened to me i do have some update about kenny omega we will get to that later uh All right, good but Thank uh you. i mean it's a tough friday it's a long season though as we always say the paper champion dot com fancy wrestling done right shout out to eric james maybe not from mg3 but from me and tom we're definitely shouting oh. about buddy um, i think it's fancy wrestling done wrong personally and um <laughs> speak for yourself i think you just you just can't handle it bro it's all right. i guess so you I'm had it you know you had a hell of a run last last season oh so. my god i was so dominant i was having a great yeah. time and uh i don't know we'll see what happens we got a long season ahead of us um and always pro wrestling slash wrestle buzz buy the shirt wear the shirt support the brand um yeah, so let's get into wrestling. Ric Flair's last match. Wow. Uh, we finally got the news of the, the his opponents, plural. Um, if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. It's on, It's all over online. Jeff Jarrett, it's Ric Flair and Andrade, his son-in-law, um, which is weird to say, facing against uh, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett for Ric Flair's last match. Interesting. Uh, <clears throat> I think like there's stories there. Um, I mean, maybe not the ones you'd think about for Ric Flair's <laughs> last match, but the way they're putting it out there, like the uh, if you haven't checked it out, there's a video flowing around of Jared and Jay Lethal attacking um, 
Rick Flair the old, man, the old man. Yeah, bloodying him up. He looks juicy. He looks good. Um, but it's just, I don't know, man. It's an odd pairing for my for Rick Flair's last match. Uh Nicky News, I'm gonna go for you on this one. You're a big flair guy. Uh you I heard you loved his work in, on the plane ride from hell. You're a big fan of that. Uh, the helicopter move. So um Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. For Ric Flair's last match, I said it 14 times. What are your thoughts? I mean, it's it's hard to even talk about, to be honest. I mean, we're talking about a man in his 70s, right? I think he's in the 70s. Yeah. Pretty yeah. close to it. I mean, this is pretty remarkable. I mean, but when you see his workout videos, it's, it's quite impressive. Um, uh, this is probably clearly the only promotion that would allow something of this magnitude to even, even possibly happen. Um, but, you know, the fact that he's getting in there with, uh, with a Hall of Famer like Jeff Jarrett and you know, his TNA stories with Jay Lethal, it was just a tremendous little run they had back in, back in that day. Um, I don't know if, how intrigued I am to watch it, but it is Ric Flair. And if it's the last hurrah, I think you got to pay attention a little bit. Yeah, I think uh, it's being ran by Crockett Promotions, Jim Crockett Promotions. Let me pull up the card. Probably pulled out a real intense insurance package, insurance policy for that, right? Jason? I mean, I think so. I would hope so. Um, it's a solid card. Let me see if I can pull it up here while, while I'm doing that. NJ3, uh, Ric Flair's last match. Are you going to watch? I'm not going to pay for it, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll watch the highlights. <laughs> I, I mean, you know what? I do have I, – I, you know, actually, I can't probably put this on the internet because um, you know, that probably – I don't want to shut this down. But I have means of, of, of a way to watch an, a, a such event without actually having to pay for it. So I'll just say that. Um, Ric Flair is 73 years – Old and I'm not gonna say young. No, because he is old. He's old. My man has taken enough bumps (laughs) during his time. Um, Joey, I'm probably not gonna watch it live, but I would happily watch, you know, for free or watch any highlights. I like your honesty. Um, the card I'll read it. It's I'll just run through it quick. There's a bunkhouse battle royal. That's whatever. Uh, I got Laredo Kid versus Bandito versus Taurus versus Ray Phoenix. The Luchador match should be good. Clark Connors versus Ren Narita. Never heard of him. Uh, the Briscoe brothers versus Devon Eric should be cool. That's cool, yeah. Our yeah. boy Killer Cross versus David Boy Smith Jr. should be a good one. That's cool, yeah. Um, the Wolves was like a crust crust jacket waiting to happen. <laughs> the Wolves versus Motor City Machine Guns should be good. Uh, Impact Knockout Champion Jordan Grace versus Deanna Perrazzo versus Rachel Rachel Eller Ellering Ellering. Sorry, solid. Yeah, it's a good match. And then, um, the Impact World Champion Josh Alexander versus Jacob Fatu. That should be a good one as well. So, I mean, it's a solid card. Again, I don't know if I'd pay the $34.99 for it because I probably wouldn't even pay $34.99 to watch a WWE pay-per-view, to be honest with you. Um, maybe I would, but we're pushing it. Uh, it's. I mean, hey, it's the last match. He's going to get the buys. They moved it to a bigger arena. So there's clearly uh, an audience for it. And it probably isn't his last match, let's be honest. So um, you can't make the man stop, right? This guy, I don't know. I, I mean, and so, and we got to give him a little credit and respect for, for trying and, and doing it. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, Tommy will end it off with you. Ric Flair's last match. I mean, it is what it is, right? Exactly. I mean, it's, uh, like you said, it's probably not his last match. It'll be, you know. God knows what he'll be doing in the next five years. It probably needs the money or whatever, but I mean, it is, it is what the guy just, he's been doing it for 50 years or so. I mean, just hope all goes well. He doesn't, you know, I mean, God forbid something really bad happens in the ring, whatever. I hope that doesn't happen, but hey, man, it's a good thing it's a tag team match. You know, I think that's yes. you know, 
that's good. You know, so he doesn't really have to really do much. He'll probably do like his usual, you know, the chops, you know, the figure four, obviously, and all that. So, I mean, go from there. But it's just, yeah, I mean, just hope he, let's hope he survives. That's all, you know. So do we, He'll be well we, protected, right? Yeah. <laughs> do we think Charlotte will be in attendance? Oh, probably. No, that's first row. No question. Wonder if we'll see her. That would be cool. Um, I mean, Jeff Jarrett's there. He's a WWE employee too, so yeah. you never know. Uh, could be good. Uh, big week for Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Uh, won an ESPY on uh, on Wednesday night, and then today he got re- uh, re- his uh, first WWE figure was released. Um, Andrew, three. Do you like the crossover with the SBs for WWE? Is that like, I mean, it fits the the product, but like, is that too mainstream for them? You think? Like, not too mainstream. I want to say too mainstream, but is that like too like outside of pro wrestling for for an SB? Well, you know what? I'll I'll correct you right there, B. I mean, WWE is sports entertainment. So, oh, you know what I mean. The fact, no, I I know what you mean, <laughs> but I'm just saying for okay, all jokes aside. But for what they're trying to do is they're considering themselves sports entertainment, sure. right? And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, excuse me you know, all sports is a form of entertainment. So for them, they're putting themselves in that category. So I think it makes a lot of sense. And the fact that Cody got recognized at the ESPYs is fantastic. Yeah. I think his run in WWE in this little small run is better than anything he's done prior to WWE. Not right. the AEW stuff. I'm saying his time with WWE. That's how much I've been blown away by from him coming back from, you know, that WrestleMania into what he's done up to this point. Of course, unfortunately, getting injured, yeah. it has been fantastic. So I love seeing Cody. I love seeing Cody without a sling. Yeah, I like that cool. very much. So hopefully that means my man's on the way to, rec- you know, on the road to recovery. And um, we'll hopefully get to see him soon. But I do like it, though. All jokes, you know, all yeah. jokes aside. I, do I believe like I believe the SB was for the, uh, the return at WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, Nikki Newells, you got to be thrilled about this. Uh, you're, hey, a big, you're a big ESPN guy. Probably not. Um, but I mean, to, to take a jump from AEW to to, I think what I was saying last night, like what compare what he used to do on Wednesday nights. He used to be on AEW, blood, sweat, and tears, and I was winning ESPYS for WWE. Like I mean, it's a it's a totally different scenario on a Wednesday night for Cody now. Quite quite the one eighty. <laughs> you got to I'm assuming your thoughts are that he's in a better place now. Uh, yeah, that's clear as day. I mean, yeah. he, you know, you, he went from it's like you know, you need you, you get called up to the big leagues. You know, that's that's what happens. Yeah, and he's he's know. he's doing great things, and it's cool. I mean, listen, that his return at WrestleMania was epic. The the wrestling uh, the, the wrestling the way with the with the torn pack in the cage. My goodness, I mean, just tremendous performance right up there with the Kurt Schilling bloody sock. I mean, there's just so many different things you can go with. <laughs> what? I was catching up. <laughs> Can we can we mute him? I can't mute him. I'm not the host. <laughs> no, but good for Cody. Right. Seriously, every everything he's done in his WWE run has actually been really remarkable, and it's got me heavily invested. Yeah, we hope like NJ three no sling. Uh, it's two days in a row. He was at the uh, the Comic Con thing for Mattel for the figures, and he wasn't wearing a sling there either. So he looks good. Uh, hopefully, we get him back soon, man. I, I mean, sooner than later. They said nine months from the injury, but. Let's let's be honest. It's Cody, dude. Yeah, he'll he'll be back quicker than that for sure. But they're playing it safe with that number. You gotta, yeah, you gotta. Um, There was a report that came out again, reports, quote unquote, that there was uh, people unhappy with the way the SummerSlam card is looked or is looking right now, and it's coming from the people that made the card, which I find very ironic. Uh, (laughs) What I want to do with you guys here. Uh, not, I don't want to give predictions. I just want to look at the card between all of us 
and kind of see how what our thoughts. I know before uh, we got on here, we were just chatting a little about how it was, it was kind of a rematch pay per view uh, with some new matches here. But uh, right now on Wikipedia, we have eight matches listed. I'm not sure if anything will be added before next week. Um, but right now we have Logan Paul versus The Miz. Interesting. Bianca Belair versus Becky for the Raw Women's Championship. Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins. That's Shane awesome. Yep. That's uh, Liv Morgan in her first defense, uh, maybe her first defense, second defense, versus Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, the Usos versus the Street Profits for the Undisputed Tag Team Championships. Jeff Jarrett, special guest, special guest referee. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Theory for the United States Championship. Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin. And Roman Reigns versus Lesnar. Last man standing match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. What a mouthful. Um, Tommy, mm-hmm. your thought? I mean, we've... Again, the rematches are here. Uh, some of them that I maybe I'm not I'm not against seeing again the Reigns and Lesnar, but uh, just your thoughts. I mean, the complaints about the SummerSlam card. Are you still excited to see it? Does it feel like a SummerSlam to you? Yeah, I mean, like you're gonna get rematches, unfortunately, on the big events. Like, you know, I mean, because WWE right now is in a weird spot. Like you said, Cody's been injured, Randy Orton's been injured, so. They're basically um, those two two of your biggest stars right there. They're not for the pay per view. So I mean, obviously, it's not ideal to do these rematches because I think they went to Brock out of desperation, you know, because you know they needed somebody for obvious, yeah. obviously. But I mean, I mean, especially last man standing match, I I will definitely enjoy watching that. Like we, I watched all the Brock and uh, Roman matches. But I mean, it's cool to give us some cool. Like we're getting McAfee against Corbin. That's not a rematch, obviously. No. I mean, Rollins and Riddle, that might be the match of the night right there with those two. So, I mean, you know, I mean, the Street Profits and Russo's, yeah, I mean, hopefully after this they're done. But, I mean, there's no real tag teams right now. I mean, they're building up the Viking Raiders or whatever to be these big heels. So, I mean, maybe go eventually do that down the road. But right now they can't do that. So, I mean, it only makes sense. And with the whole thing, you know, they both won matches in weird ways, you know, disrupt, you know, uh, disputed calls or whatever you want to say. But I mean, for for SummerSlam, I'm not. I'm. I don't think it's that bad. I mean, like I'm not the one in charge of making these decisions. But hey, I mean, it is what it is. But I mean, and you know, we obviously Monday and Friday we'll probably get. I mean, we'll probably get Edge and Balor. Probably it looks like it's leading to there because yeah. you know the, with the go home show and everything. So that's a match right there that should be pretty cool. So for a card, I I think it's good. I mean, but that's just me. No, I agree with you. I think I'm on board with you with kind of whatever you said there. NJ3, uh, Tommy mentioned no Randy, no Cody, also no Rhea, mm. no Sasha, no yeah. Bailey. Uh, they're down a few fucking big people here. Uh, that which no, could no affect- Cena, right? No Cena. Peacemaker, season two. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, they're down a, a few big players here. Um, with what they got, I mean, I think this is probably the best. I mean, I'm sure we could really dive deep and go into each match. Like, all right, this could be this way, this could be that way, or add this person here. But I'm, I, from looking at the card, I, they, they can't do much more, right? I mean, at this point, it's hard because you've developed certain storylines over a certain period of time, right? So when you have to include injuries into the equation a little bit, it kind of throws like a wrench into it. You know, I and I say this with respect to the matches. I hope that it's the last time we see Brock and Roman. It's being billed as such, and I hope yeah. it's the last time. 
because they've done this one so many times in different variations over the last, like, say, three or four years. So I'm done with this one. You know, same thing for the Usos and Street Profits. How many times are they going to go back and forth? Again, they're going to give us great matches. And you can think about it like in a baseball sense, right? The Yankees and the Red Sox, big rivalry. The Mets and the Braves or the Mets and the Nats, big rivalry, right? So, you know, even though every time they play each other, it's the same players, but the game is different. But even so, I still want to see a little bit different and a little bit more, to be quite honest. So, you know, Becky Bianca, okay, great. We just saw, they gave us amazing at, at WrestleMania. And you're telling me between now and then, when these two big pay-per-views, they couldn't figure out a better storyline for, for Bianca. And I know Rhea got hurt. I know that. But again, you have to take chances on women. They took a chance on Liv Morgan. And to be honest, I'm excited for Liv and Paying dividends. Big time. You can do that. What about what about Bianca Alexa Bliss? You know what I mean? You could you had the time to make that something if you really wanted to. What about like Bianca Asuka as like Asuka is like a death like a death heel? Absolutely. Like a monster heel. Absolutely. So you know it's like I think they're falling back on their comfort a little bit too much. I think that may be why you're hearing a little bit of like maybe the you know the whispers, you know, within you know the internet wrestling community or wherever you know you're hearing, you know, your news. Yeah, that's probably why because they got too comfortable. And when you get too comfortable, you just run back matches that you know that are just gonna get over because they're good matches, but is it really getting the entire show over? And that's obviously to be debated. Yeah, it's, play, it's called playing it safe, right, Jerez? At the end of the day, I mean, you go it back is. to the you go back to the well with your with your big stars, and you know you're going to get a high quality match. It's going to bring people in regardless. But you know, at some point, you know, listen, was was Bailey supposed to be ready at this point? You know, maybe they were counting on that. You know, there's a lot yeah. of factors that we really don't know internally. So you know you're going to get a great match, but you're right. Hopefully, this is it for a lot of those rivalries, and they can move on to something new and fresh and build something a little special as you head into the Rumble and. And to mania season where you can help build another another megastar. Now, did they always use summer? I forget. So, I mean, I should know this as a podcast host and a f- lifelong fan. But like, would SummerSlam be like a turnaround period for like new things, or would it? Because like after I feel like there was a decent amount of run back in my personal opinion from what I can remember. Yeah, I'm saying like post SummerSlam. Like, like, was it always a feud ender, or would it be? Would there be continuation afterwards? Because like, I feel like after SummerSlam, you got you get a lot of new stuff. Yeah, you and did. like yeah. I, I just forgot how they treated SummerSlam. I'm, I'm sorry, WrestleMania meant, but like I, uh, I, I forgot how they treated SummerSlam. So hopefully, this is the like you said, the end of like the Roman and Brock thing, uh, Bianca and Becky, uh, the Street Usos Profits, and Street Profits. Usos, yeah. yeah, so there will be great matches though. So you'll still be highly entertained. Oh, There's no absolutely. question about it. No, the quality of wrestling we're going to see. Yeah, is yeah. it's going to be top notch. I, no I am not denying that. But I think when you're trying to see something new and fresh, it's a little bit tough, right? And then, yeah. Joey, to your point, that's why they have WrestleMania Backlash, right? Yeah. They've run WrestleMania Backlash now consistently True. over the last yes. couple of WrestleMania. So that's their way of kind of like running back the finalities of some of those WrestleMania matches. So theoretically, if you think about it, you should see something fresh and exciting at some yeah. Again, will it be a good show? Yes. Will it be groundbreaking? Eh, yeah, probably no. Not. Because you're going to see a lot of runbacks, and and I hope that we yeah. get the conclusions. And like Nick said before, hopefully going towards Royal Rumble, which I think is the next big one, we'll see a little bit of fresh stuff at that point. Yeah, I wonder what they do because like we have the whole month of August off. I know it's only by one day, but August literally the whole month of August until Clash of the Castle. I'm not sure how they're treating that. If they're treating it as a uh, like a uh, a crown jewel type review, or if they're I would probably it. say that's the case. It yeah. seems that's that's what they do with those, but that's all right. So yeah, we'll see how they how they book. I mean, we have we we have seen titles change hands overseas, so you never know what's the plans there. But uh, 
And then theory is always looming in the background with the briefcase. So who knows how they end? And how yeah, it gives you a little ends. intrigue. Yeah, it's a little wild card in the mix there. Yeah, but they yeah, definitely played safe on, with big with the big four pay per views. You know what I mean? Because it's it's about the ratings and you know putting on a good performance. Yeah, for sure. And as as we're talking about SummerSlam, we have the go home show uh, at MSG on Raw for Monday. Uh, it's pretty good. That's cool. And it's our hometown, MSG, like New York. So it's always a special thing to see. Any show, any wrestling, any WWE show at the Garden is always special. Um, the rumor of Edge coming back is 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 floating around there with those promos that they've been playing. So we'll see what uh, maybe that one match is added on him versus Balor or him and someone versus Balor and Priest. How how they're gonna run it? Uh, we will see what happens. But I'm excited. I actually uh, big shout out to Rob Hermans. Uh, I didn't get to even tell you guys this, but he had. Uh, offered me a uh, a spot to go to the show the raw on monday and i had to politely uh turn it down because it's work and stuff so um i had a free suite too man it was an option oh, to, that i had to pass up i really regret and i mean i mean life is here work kids i can't be uh at play at all times so um i just want to give a shout out to robert he's a, he is a good guy sometimes um Hopefully he enjoys himself when he goes, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Edge is probably the big thing. They're celebrating Rey Mysterio's twentieth year with WWE, which should be interesting. Is Dom gonna turn? Like yeah. that's, they have that looming, so there's still that storyline that's hanging out there. Um, how they play that out is, is still interesting. So we'll see what happens. Um, let's head into some NXT because we have we talked a lot about SummerSlam, talked about a lot of main roster stuff. NXT was actually pretty good this week. Again. And uh, I'm enjoying it as a show to watch or even like I'm finding myself. There was that that this whole time period when they started 2.0 where I just didn't really like. I mean, I I always support it because I, I support stuff. But like even if it's bad and I've been caught <laughs> doing that, but I finding myself going back and like wanting to know what happened, wanting to watch the matches. And stuff. So uh, we've had those QR code promos we talked about last week showing up. It ended up being Zoe Stark. Uh, they had the battle royal for the number one contender, and she won. Zoe Stark's the new number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, when she will face Mandy Rose, I'm not aware of, at least unless they have reported that. I'm not sure. Um, NJ3, did you get to check out NXT this week? Uh, you're a big Zoe Stark fan. I feel like we've talked about uh, her in the past. <laughs> no, I respect <laughs> the hell out of her. I mean, she's absolutely, I mean, no, all she's really, yeah. she's really good wrestler. Um, definitely not something that i think would warrant a qr code to then take you to a quote unquote yeah. i guess um you know 8 10 11 and then the next code will take you to a wordle um i don't think she's <laughs> worthy of that no yeah. disrespect to her but i am very happy to see her back and i think she does fit in this 2.0 format i really do mm-hmm. i think she fits in 1.0 and 2.0 to be honest i think she actually fits in 2.0 better than 1.0 yeah. So I think they could use her. And I mean, Mandy Rose is having a fantastic run. Let's not, let's not, you know, it's a long one too. Very long one. Plus days as, as NXT women's champion. And she looks the part she's wrestling yeah. the part and she's acting the part. And that's sure kind of does. what we want. Yep. Um, so yeah, to be yeah. honest, to see her work with <laughs> Zoe Stark will actually be pretty good. I think actually really fresh. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really excited for it. Yeah, me too. I will say that. Um, Core Jade opened up the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with a stellar promo, uh, and I, I, text, I texted you guys. I was very, it was very refreshing to see her do that, cut that promo, and like, because I, I, you seen her come out as that like the like a Bailey type 
babyface from like NXT, and it was good. Like she had a good response from the crowd, but like I, you never knew how how the turn would take. And uh, I thought she cut a stellar promo. Uh, dumped the this the tag team title in the garbage. What a what a piece of crap she is. Yeah, um, it's a big time promo for a twenty year old man. Yeah, Very impressive. Man. Yeah, yeah. News. I was going to go to on this one, but I mean, seeing this heel turn, seeing her take on. Cutting a promo like that—that's that's live TV, you know. I mean, big time. That's that's huge. They gotta they gotta like that from up top. Absolutely. I mean, big time. You could see the the time and effort they're going to be invested in in these two young young um, impressive female wrestlers. Um, The sky is totally the limit, and and for them to be this. You know, this is kind of seasoned already with, you know, something that impactful right out the gate is it's pretty damn remarkable to see with the direction that they're going to hold down at 2.0 and then hopefully in the main roster, not too far after. And it just seems like that that had it not. I want to say she had freedom, but it seems just like a different promo that we see on the main roster. So it's I like being a heel. So I'm sure she was yeah. loving every bit of it, you know, but I like I like that. Like NXT isn't so like it, it's not it, cookie cutter. It's not cookie yeah, cutter. It's not yeah, as it's cookie not. cutter as we would think as a developmental, you would think for for w, like the main roster. Well, it's the whole point of developmental, right? Is to take chances and to do yeah, a little risk and, and, and let someone shine. So I thought she did really well on that. Uh, I hope we get to see more of that leading up to whenever her and Roxanne have that payoff. I can't um, wait for it. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's it's a nice little fresh thing we got going down there. Um Tommy, we had our boy Joe Gacy had these two cronies with him. <laughs> Uh, and Jersey boy <laughs> with the hoods on for for a little bit now, and you had shout. I mean, I, I gotta find the episode, but you had shout out saying you thought it was the Grizzly Young Veterans. I feel like I remember you saying that, whether it was on on air or in a, in the group chat. And uh, last week or this past Wednesday um, or Tuesday, sorry, uh, they were revealed as the Dyad, and they look different, clean yeah. shaven. What'd you say in the group chat? The clean young, uh, clean shaven veterans, whatever. Oh, like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was good, but uh, I don't know where they go for. I can't. They changed their names. I'm not sure yeah. where they go from here. But they were a really good tag team, as is. Yeah. Um, are you a fan of the change? Are you are you cool with this like group that? Because we know Gacy lost Harlan, rest in peace. Um, <laughs> but uh, are you cool with seeing? Uh, them turn make such a huge drastic change to, to what they are now. I mean, I like them as grizzly young veterans. I, you know, they could talk on the mic. Obviously, they were good with that, and they were great in the ring. So, I mean, I didn't think they needed to change, but I mean, like you said, Harlan left, or you know, guy released or whatever. So he needed some. He needed like a crew, if you want to say whatever. Yeah. So I mean, and who better than these guys? I mean, they, they, I think you know, it's just curious to how they change. You know how they change their looks and everything, I guess, to go with that whole, you know, mystery, whatever you want to call it, like, you know, cult thing or whatever. So, I mean, if you're going to put someone with them, I mean, no one better than those two guys. So, like you said, I'm curious to see where they go from here. Are they just like, are they going to like, you know, wrestle now? Are they just going to be, you know, in like his, like interfering his matches type thing. So, yeah. Curious where they go. I mean, if they if they do that, then I, will, I wouldn't like that at all. But if they actually, you know, wrestle some matches, that'd be cool. NJ3, what is Joe Gacy's character to you? Um, not if you like it, but like, what is his character? I have no idea, Joey. <laughs> and that's the problem. I don't even think he knows what he is. And that's why I can't get behind him. No, he's like, it's weird. He's he's this like cult leader, right? So he's almost like a cleaner Bray Wyatt <laughs> with creepy vibes like Gene Snitsky. 
<laughs> um, I I don't know what he is, but I'll tell you this Lars, though, and Lars, I'll all joke. Lars, who? Your boy Lars? No, I don't know who that is. But no, all jokes aside, actually, I don't mind the Joe Gacy character. I just think that it's definitely, um, I don't know, I don't even know where to put like a word on it, but it's just it's strange, but it's it's not bad at the same time. It's like mm. a car crash that you can't not want to watch. It's weird. <laughs> All right, it's I like being it. friends with Nick. It's like I can't not want to be friends with him, but he upsets me. <laughs> but, but, you, but you, but you question why? <laughs> no, I, I question. I do, but I, I still want to. I still care about you, and I want to know how you're doing. No, I don't. I don't know what Joey. I don't know what Joe Gacy's deal is, and what what is his character? You tell me. Actually. I don't know either. That's why I asked you. Uh, I wish I knew. Yeah, no. I but you're, like, you're all you're all on board though, right, Joe? You got to be. Uh, I guess I have to be. <laughs> like an addict. It's terrible. <laughs> I, I just like the, that there's some sort of character, whether it's a cult type or whatever he's trying to do. Um, I like it's weird. I like it. I don't know. It's it's the Bray assimilation. I think that's really doing it for you, Joey. That's what it is. I'm I'm really like grasping for anything that's close to Bray, and that's supposed to guys. I thought it was going to be House of Black, and that's definitely not what it is. Yeah. No. Um. And they, I mean, they're all right. They're finally starting to do something, but uh, man, I don't know. Gase is the closest thing I have to Bray, and I just really miss Bray a lot. All right. Um, <laughs> we did have Fighter Fest week two, day four. I don't know what, I don't even know what they're doing here. Two weeks of Fighter Fest is very confusing. Um, they just want to add like special names to shows, whatever. But, uh, Andrew 3, you sent over the clip of Darby and Brody King last night. Oh Holy God. shit. Wow. And I ended up, I was able to catch the match. And I was like, I was watching it and I was like, damn, are they going to book this like where Darby gets the shit beat out of him and he comes back and wins again? And they didn't. And he lost and he got his <laughs> ass kicked. Brody King fucked him up, dude. To say it in like the sim- simplest form possible. Yeah. The shots he was taking, man. Holy shit. And all I could think of was Nicky Noodles in his corner in the bedroom. <laughs> Holding his his Gigi Dolan pitcher and yes, kill Darby, kill Darby. You must, Nicky Noodles. You must be the biggest Brody King fan right now. It's all. Oh, you have no idea, bro. It was just tremendous. I mean, anytime you get to you get to watch a seventy five pound year old child get beat down like that, it's fucking just glorious. Dude, the way he just manhandled him, that that choke when he just had that fin- that finishing power driver though, oh that could have ended oh that motherfucker. <laughs> that was wild. I couldn't believe it, bro. That was very impressive, man. I mean, Bro Brody's a monster too, right? He's a big dude, man. Yeah, I was really worried that it was going to be a comeback Darby win again. I was like, Brody can't afford to lose, man. He didn't see it. No, you got you got when you, when you really read into it, Darby don't win big matches, so you didn't have to worry about that. Oh boy. The former TNT champion. I don't know. He he, he lost to Jeff Hardy. I was there. <laughs> he did lose to Jeff Hardy. <laughs> he was there. He was next to me. He was not, not wrong. Jersey, Jersey, I was I was I was pulling for Jeff Hardy. That Jersey said, "You're out of your mind. Not gonna happen." And yeah. you know, right. the rest is history. Right. <laughs> Owen Hart Classic. But man, Darby, I uh, God bless the guy. He takes some takes some shots there. That was a fun match. I think like. Brody, I think I like Brody's potential. I hope they give him a nice little, like, some sort of push. I think the end of the match, Alistair, uh, I'm sorry, Malachi came out, and now they're pushing uh, Miro against, oh, no, I forgot this last week, Malachi spit in the face of Miro. I don't know if you saw when Miro came out. He had sunglasses on, and the one eye had the black shit coming around it. Do you think they push him for House of Black? 
I don't know if I'd like that. I don't like that at all. Personally. Yeah. So I don't I know. Think it'd how... be a great feud for Miro. Like him, him and Malachi would be fantastic. Yeah. I'm with that, but no, definitely not him joining the House of Black. It seems like and where's Buddy Matthews with Rhea Ripley? Like what is what is he? Doing? I think he is. Yeah, he's tending to her uh, her injury. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. Um, <laughs> one thing that did irk me a little bit, Andrew. Three, I kind of want your opinion on this because you're somewhat of an AEW supporter. Um, the biggest, the biggest <laughs> of them all, the biggest in the business today. It's called good journalism. <laughs> Um, no, you're know, not biased anyway. <laughs> no, I love WWE. I just ripped the shit out of Vince McMahon because he's a prick, but I still love the product. I watch every Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, to- Tuesday totally, part- totally partisan, partisan oh, reporting. <laughs> what What's your take? All right, so I we talked about it before we got on, but Christian and Luchasaurus versus Brian Pillman and Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison destroyed him. Whatever. After the match, Jungle Boy comes back, and Luchasaurus just lets Jungle Boy go after Christian, and that's it. Where's, yeah, that was strange. That right? was strange. That would have been the perfect moment for Luchasaurus to kind of, kind of like you know, continue that heel run. But I honestly don't think that they have faith in him in the background to be able to be that like strong of a heel. Hmm. And I think that they like the overcome story a lot with AEW. Kind of noticed that in a lot of their storytelling, where they want to see Jungle Boy built up to kind of overcome Christian, right? Where Christian turned on him. He went away for a couple of weeks. Luchasaurus aligned with him. It looks like Luchasaurus was going to hit Jungle Boy. He's like, nope, you go do your thing. I align with you. And they want to kind of have that payoff, like almost like an easy clean booking. Yeah. But it was like a perfect opportunity just to have Luchasaurus hit him. And like you could have, if you wanted to, bring someone into this to have a, you know, a two-on-two feud. But I think the feud that they're really working with is Christian and Jungle Boy. That's probably why you saw a book that way. I just want to know what, like, did they ever give a, maybe I missed it and I apologize. If Did they ever give a reason why Luchasaurus went with Christian? He, like, whispered in his ear. Yeah, it looked like it was almost just like, just, he just said, hey, listen, you know, whatever <laughs> Christian was putting out there, he was buying. Yeah. I, lazy, lazy booking. Lazy booking. It is kind of, I was excited for this one, too, and then, like, it just, that's now, I mean, unless something happens, but, like, I don't know. I was kind of disappointed the way it turned out. Um, <clears throat> My man Christian killing it on the mic these days, though, unbelievable. Yeah, very, very good stuff. A lot <laughs> of did that. A lot of did that. Christian, look at that. Yeah, lo- love it, loving that type of heel work, man. Phenomenal. Edge is still better. It's okay. Um, <laughs> Jericho versus Eddie Kingston in the everything barbed wire death match, whatever they called it. Tom, I mean, yeah. Jericho's got to give him the props. <laughs> this guy's putting his body on the line at his age. Uh, came out as the uh, what's the gimmick? Um, Painmaker. Painmaker. Yes, I'm sorry. I, was, uh, I thought I thought it was a fun match. I know Nikki Nikki had uh, no. It some, was a fun match for sure, yeah. and, and and the right man won as always. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, your hate for Eddie Kingston is un, unbearable. Uh, but Tom, I mean, Jericho came out on top. We we had sprinkled it before before we started recording. Uh, Anna Jay came down yeah. and seemed seemingly joining uh, JS. Uh, just your whole thoughts on the match and uh, Jericho getting the big W out of this one. Yeah, I mean, this whole rivalry, it's basically been Jericho the whole way. I mean, yeah. I don't think Kingston, yeah, King says, I mean, he, they won the blood and guts, but he didn't have Jericho tap out or whatever the hell he said he wanted to do. So, you know, it's been mostly Jericho and rightfully so. I mean, Jericho is, you know, one of the goats of, you know, wrestling and everything. But yeah, like you said, <laughs> He's at his age, and he's doing this shit. He's putting his body on the line. It's crazy. I mean, good for him, man. I mean, if he can do it, I mean, you know, that's awesome and everything. And, you know, the match was, you know, 
it was good, you know, for what it was and everything. But yeah, like you said, the whole NJ thing, that was very surprising. I mean, I know they were kind of like teasing a little bit with Tay a couple of weeks ago, you know, talking to her, but man, for it to happen, it's like, oh, okay, finally doing something with her. Cause you know, Dark Order, it done shit with them. It's been like done or whatever. They haven't really done anything. So they get this gets her more on TV than anyway, hey man, that's that's fine by me. But you know, overall with that whole match, you know, it was good and everything. And man, Kingston, he can't Guy, the guy just can't get a W anywhere, unfortunately, but it's what it is. Noodles, what are your thoughts on Eddie Kingston? No comment. <laughs> All right, I respect it. Um, what is going on with the Dark Order? Oh. Are they done? It seems that way. A lot of them are getting released. Uh, Anna Jay's not with them anymore. <laughs> Everyone going their own separate ways these days. Right. Andrew 3, where's Johnny Hungy at? Yeah. Johnny Supermarket. got beat up in the back. You didn't see the segment between <laughs> him and uh, Butch and the Blade? No, I missed that. He, there was a segment with, I think, Tony Schiavone was interviewing both the Butch and the Blade, Johnny and uh, Alex Reynolds, and Johnny Hungy was like, well, so I'm the hungry, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the hungry man. And he's like, and he put up a shirt that said Butch on it. Uh, and then and then the uh, then Alex Reynolds was like, I got one for Blade. and said, oh, no, it said Butch. It's like, oh. And then he just fell <laughs> in the back, and then, <laughs> Adam, then uh, Hangman Adam Page came out to just kind of, uh, you know, Make sure everything kind of stopped. It was a slow segment. Okay. All right. Well, at least he's still on TV. So yeah, yeah. he looked great. He looked great. Um, I did okay. mention before a Kenny Omega update. I believe I read somewhere that the plans are for him to come back around all out, um, which I believe is September. Yeah. So uh hopefully we see Kenny soon. I don't know how they're gonna. Are they going him for right back for the title? Are they going to do a three on three thing with the Bucks and the Undisputed Era? Um, have we seen Adam Cole on TV? I don't know. Adam Cole's oh, he's been out, eh? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of loose pieces, loose ends in, in AEW right now. It's worrisome. Like their main champion out. Adam Cole's injured. Kenny Omega's injured. Imagine all these guys are back. Brian Danielson's not not wrestling. Don't know when he's going to be able to wrestle. Yeah. The concussions again, like shit. And then we got and then we got Cesaro. The big return is going for the Ring of Honor title. I mean, come on. Uh, Death before dishonor is this weekend, this Saturday. It's it's going to be a good card. Uh, we're not going to do predictions. Obviously, we're not really well versed. There's a lot of guys that we're not familiar with, but I definitely would check it out if you're able to. Uh, I think Cesaro can pull off the win for the Ring of Honor Championship. I think if they start showing that on Dynamite with him, with him holding the title, I think it would be good for um, the title itself. Ring of Honor gets notoriety back, and, and him him holding gold. Yeah, it's just, it's a good start for him if they if they do that. Uh, we will see, but I'm definitely gonna try to check it out. Um, it might be for free, just like NJ3 is gonna watch Ric Flair's last <laughs> match for free. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, that's it. Uh, episode one sixteen. Before we ended here, boys, uh, MVPs of the week. NJ three, your punishment is to go first. Fine, I'm happy to go first. I mean, MVP is 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 the pain maker. Chris Jericho, that barbed wire everywhere match was. Even though you know it's it's a tough match to just wrestle in, the fact that they think they actually got it off pretty well, the storyline played out pretty good. Chris Jericho came out on top. The pain maker is undefeated, which they did allude to. Okay. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give credit, man, where credit is due. That's not an easy match to have, and I thought it was actually pretty entertaining. So, Chris Jericho, uh, you're my MVP. Props. All right, Jericho getting the love from NG3. I like it. Uh, Nicky Noodles, MVP of the week. Oh, it's gotta, it's gotta be Brody King for me, man. Just, just spiking Darby <laughs> Allen is just a no, no brainer. <laughs> Respect. 
I mean, it's an obvious pick for you. Uh, Tommy, <laughs> who you got, buddy? I'm going for a guy who hasn't wrestled. I'm going Cody Rhodes winning an SB. There you go. Look at you. Very nice. What a company guy Tommy is. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Cora Jade. I think the promo she cut, uh, it really stuck out to me for some reason. I don't know why. It really uh, hit that chord for you. Huh? It was captivating. It's something we don't see often in WWE TV. A nice heel promo from a 20-year-old woman. Oh, it's kind of cool. it's a rare thing. So uh, I think the big thing that WWE, they have the great women's division, but a lot of the girls' promos aren't always top-notch. So uh, to see that at from such a young age, I hope to see more of that in the future. I'm um, excited. So, Core Jade, you are my MVP. Um, boys, episode 116 in the books. Uh, nice early recording for us on Thursday. I'm trying to get. I didn't get this episode up until Sunday last week. I apologize, but uh, should be up by tomorrow on Friday. Um, hope you guys enjoy yourselves. Uh, thanks for listening, and as always, take care, stay safe, and watch pro wrestling. Peace.